Today on Last on the Death Chart, we have Avery Bedard, my co-host, myself, Timon Jones, and special guest today, Greg Head. Say hello, Greg. Hey, how's it going? Alex Bedard. What's up? And Jordan Covington. How are you all doing today? All right. <laughs> so fucking formal. <laughs> are we talking are you politics all? today? How are you all doing today? <laughs> <laughs> this is Jordan with the weather. <laughs> So oh, um, Fox News. All right, go ahead. I'm gonna waste any time. Um, our, one of our guests here today, Jordan, feels very strongly about this topic, so let's dive right into it. Jordan, you said last week Lamar is not elite, and you feel like his performance in Monday Night's game proved that. Can you kind of elaborate on that and tell us like what you saw? Yes, I'd be happy to. So the reason for why Lamar <laughs> Jackson is not elite is for multitudes of reasons. So basically, God, when I hear the argument of him being elite because he's an MVP. I look at a man who just recently lost his job out to a rookie named Mac Jones, uh, Cam Newton, for example. Cam Newton won MVP way back when. I don't know if you guys remember, maybe about like nine years ago or so. I remember. It, was, it was definitely six, but continue, sir. And well, since no. then, what has he done? <laughs> Nothing. And let's be honest about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a great athlete. He's an elite athlete. Oh, but is he an elite God. quarterback? Is he an elite thrower? No. Baker oh. Mayfield makes way more throws than Lamar Jackson can ever. And that's the issue with the Ravens is Lamar Jackson is their most talented player, but he also is their biggest hindrance because he can't make the throws that is required to actually put the defense on their I need to get in on this. Okay, so I've uh, got some points after you as well. Before before we get to that, guys, I want to ask a question for the whole room. Do all right, so is the quarterback's job to make those tough throws or do you want your quarterback to win games? Because if we look at wins, Lamar I believe is what thirty and eight as a starter, which is incredible. So but um record. I'll let Avery you go next. You know, you can jump in on Jordan's uh, points. All right. So Monday, uh, he has a chance in overtime to go down and win it against the Raiders. He has a sack fumble and loses. And do you think that's proof? Because if you're saying that's proof, Baker Mayfield had a chance to go down the field and win the game, and he threw an interception. So I don't know how week one – would change anything from a you know perspective of Baker, Lamar, you know, whoever's better. I don't I don't get that. Can I kinda of argue? Of course. Okay. So I've always said Lamar is not a league quarterback. I've always believed that in my heart. Because at the end of the day, those fumbles that he has are very costly and it's very knucklehead decision making. He tried to in the Monday night football game literally switch the ball from his left hand to his right hand and left it vulnerable for the guy to easily knock it out. There was another quarterback who used to do that, too, and he had issues with fumbling as well, Michael Vick. But nobody would ever accuse Michael Vick of being just uh, an elite athlete. He was an amazing quarterback. He could throw the ball and put it in spots that literally Lamar Jackson has never been able to do. And I'm not saying that he can't become an elite quarterback, but right now he is not an elite quarterback. Uh, Will Greg want to jump in here? Yeah, if I may. Um... For starters, uh, one of your points was um, that Lamar Jackson was the biggest hindrance. I would disagree with that, definitely. The biggest hindrance is that they have three of their starting running backs in order over and over again, having significant injuries to where they're signing new guys that just don't know the system. Uh, Going into a week one with your team not fully being aware of the playbook really makes you have to dumb down a lot of the plays. Um, What I saw in week one was that Vegas was – able to predict most of what was going on there. 
Um, by the end, Lamar Jackson being right-handed quarterback, every time he'd roll out to the right, they would close it out. Um, I don't think that his passing is the issue. I think his decision-making is the issue. I think he can be an elite passer, but he's got to know when to look up, look downfield, and when to tuck it and run. And I think he's still young, he's athletic, and he's getting by on that, just like Cam Newton did. If he can realize that sometimes you've got to roll out and not run, but stop, set your feet again, and look downfield for an open receiver, he needs to create more space for himself, similar to Russell Wilson. I think that's his biggest issue. Um, I think that sky's the limit for the guy. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. The sky is the limit. I just, like I said, he is an amazing How talent. would you say the sky's the limit for him? You just said he's not an elite quarterback. Yes, he is He is not, but that doesn't mean that he can't become an elite quarterback. Like you said, he's very young at the end of the day, and my position on this is, as of right now, there has been no indication to me that he's an elite quarterback. In my opinion, the record that you all read off about his, you know, wins and losses, that's great and all, but what has he done in the playoffs? I know he beat the Titans oh, last year, and that was a huge accomplishment. But then what can, transpired in the second round? Can round? I, can I Who's he throwing to? Second, Jordan? All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I know you're fine. I just want to say, Jordan, Lamar is, I believe, what, 23 years old, if I'm correct? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. He has so much room to run. He's won his first playoff game at 22 years old. I mean, he's not even in his prime yet, bro. He's becoming an elite thrower at 26, 27. I mean, he's a great leader. He has control of the locker room. Also, I want to point out, Alex, do you have anything to add? Sorry if you're kind of getting – How old – no, you're fine. How old is Baker? Uh, 25, 26. Uh, uh, Greg, are you aware? Yeah, not sure how old he is. He's a little older. That's that, – I, well, I was just going to say, uh, to Greg's point about Lamar making better decisions, that's Baker's problem too. And that's what Baker's problem's always been is his decision-making. So – and he's got Go four years on, yeah. on Lamar. So, you know, we're comparing apples and oranges here. And, and Lamar – Uh, Alex seemed to cut out. What'd you say? I think we lost Alex. He might have gotten a phone call. Yeah. It tends well, to uh, cut out. I do want to ask the room, though. Who do we feel, which team's better, the Ravens' current roster or the Browns' current roster? Oh, my God. It's not even close. The Browns. Okay. So, that's another thing. Yeah. Baker is throwing to Odo Beckham. I mean, not right now. but Not right now. Jarvis but, yeah. Landry. <laughs> He's got the best offensive line and that's almost what every NFL expert says, the best offensive line in the NFL. He's got a top tight end and Hooper, and then his running backs are ridiculous. Lamar, they last week got the best we asked you who yeah. Lamar's throwing to, you say Antonio Brown's <laughs> nephew. Like, you don't even know these people's names. And they just drafted <laughs> Bateman out of Minnesota, but he's injured as well. So, I mean, he's working with a lot less. And – if they didn't have Lamar and they had Baker against the Raiders, I don't think that's an overtime game. I think that's a blowout for the Raiders. Oh, you could argue that the Browns have the second best uh, receiving core, probably behind the Buccaneers. You could. I mean, they're 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 good. I mean, they just have such a good supporting cast. It's 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 uh it's not really comparable. So. I mean, in my opinion, I understand that hundred percent. But at the end of the day. Baker Mayfield didn't choose his team. Lamar just didn't choose his team. You work with what you have. We right. can't use the excuse of this individual has better players than this person. That is a part of it. But at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson hasn't shown me that he's progressed as a quarterback with his decision-making and his ability to make the throws in the spots where he needs to make throws because he'll resort to running more so often than not. And I think there's a lot more times where he has the ability to make the throw. 
make these throws, but he'll shy away from them because he doesn't believe in his own self. And that's just my opinion on it. You know, I could be wrong 100%, but as of right now, I will not say he's an elite quarterback. And if you all think Baker Mayfield's not an elite quarterback, then that's totally fine because they are both very bad when it comes to decision-making. One will try to make the throws and just, you know, will throw it in the spots where it doesn't need to go. No, Mike Jackson instead will try to run with the ball and not protect the ball in the way that needs to be protected. He wants to just kind of be flashy with it. Gotcha. I think this is a good segue to another uh, topic, but I'll, I'll end it with this. Uh, let's revisit the topic around like week eight and uh, compare the statistics. But now uh, for the next segment, I want to do an overreaction, underreaction. I'll go uh, through each of you guys, ask each of you guys what, you're, uh, what you think it is. So as you guys saw, James Winston dropped five touchdowns on the Packers and whooped their ass. Um, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers played pretty awful. So Greg, I want to ask you first. Overreaction, underreaction on Aaron Rodgers' performance? I mean, I think he is either clearly selling, um, just trying to destroy the Packers organization, um, because he <laughs> oh, destroyed, From the inside destroyed out. everything, just pure garbage all around. He was probably he was probably more focused on possibly landing that Jeopardy job again, um, <laughs> because what I saw was just pathetic. Um, not only did it, you know, just destroy the Packers, but it destroyed me in fantasy because it me too. Oh, yeah. 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 Let me just say, in Aaron Rodgers' defense, his whole team was ass. It it wasn't just him. So, I, I, in defense, he is ass and was ass last week. You can't be, you can't be one of the top. Top quarterbacks coming back every year and then go and throw what was it three interceptions? Oh, it was terrible. It was it was atrocious. And we've seen we've seen this kind of play from Aaron Rodgers before. He'll have a game or two each year where it's just like what happened. Um, I don't know if he's getting that out of the way early or if this is going to be a trend. But um, yeah, the Packers the Packers could be looking to uh, as crazy as it sounds could be looking to bring in. Jordan Love pretty soon here if he continues to do this. Wow, a Jordan Love. Okay, that's that's a bold prediction. <laughs> Alex, uh, what do you think? Underreaction, overreaction? The Rodgers performance and Winston. Well, well, we'll get for Winston after Rodgers. But considering that I have him on fantasy from other league, um, I, I have a bias against him because he was fucking horrible. I don't <laughs> understand. Has he ever played quarterback? Before who is this uh, guy that we, we saw play? I mean, he was he was awful. So yeah, he, I mean, honestly, we'll see what he has. I mean, it was the first week, right? But at the same time, Aaron Rodgers, you don't have an excuse, dude. Like you gotta definitely. Hey, relax. Uh, so that's your reaction, True. Avery. My reaction is it doesn't matter. It was one week. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I I'm done with him. I moved on from him. I thought he was the GOAT at one point, and then I realized he doesn't really care that much about football. So I've moved on from him. He's not a winner. He's probably going to have a good year, maybe make the playoffs, get bounced, um, probably first or second round, probably first. But, yeah, not a big deal. He's probably going to have a good season. Yeah, well, some bold takes, first round. Okay. And Jordan, underreaction, overreaction is performance. So everybody brought their fantasy, you know, this weekend, and mine was very trash. So I'm very hurt by this individual named Aaron Rodgers. You know, I thought he was the best quarterback. I actually said that before the season started, and you know, I had to eat all those words and just think to myself, maybe I'm foolish. 
But as far as the game, you know, everybody's going to have a bad game in a 17-week season. It's going to happen. Um, so I'd rather he get out of the way now than later. I personally think that he'll be fine. He's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the dude can make any throw possible. So I'm not really worried about that. He just has to, you know, show that he loves football again. And if he's not interested in football, then retire. Okay. Well, takes. Now, on the flip side, how do we feel about James's performance? Five tutties. I'll start off with you, uh, Avery. So we're going to talk about him? <laughs> yes, bro. Five touchdowns is impressive. Can he can he sustain this kind of play or sustain. become a decent? Okay, let me rephrase. Can he be a good starting quarterback for the Saints and lead them to the playoffs? This man's on pace for eighty-five touchdowns. Um, <laughs> they're gonna make the playoffs. They're a good team. Um, they don't even have Michael Thomas, so they're gonna make the playoffs. That's a good defense, and he's got tons of weapons even if we don't know their names. But they have great um, offensive line and defense line, so they're going to be good. Um, yeah, I mean, five touchdowns. I don't know if he's going to do that again. Maybe five interceptions and five touchdowns, but <laughs> definitely not a five-touchdown, zero-pick game. So, you know, he, he, had a, he had a very good week for sure. Alex? Yeah, I, I would Sorry. agree with that sentiment. Um, I think, you know, don't get me wrong, he played solid, but – Five touchdowns, and I believe he was under 200 yards, correct? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah 184, 185, I think, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, um, I think the more impressive thing was the, yeah, the defense being able to – defense and special teams both, um, they were setting up phenomenal field position all game. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to throw for five touchdowns in that little amount of yardage, uh, you're, you're doing something right on the other side of the ball. Um, so that was very impressive. Uh, I'm not going to overreact on Winston yet because I do think that most, not all, but most of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL, if they were put on that Saints team, could have been able to do the same. Um, they are set up very well. Um, I want to see Jameis play a little bit uh, a little bit more on a long field, you know, actually have to make a solid drive before I uh, write mm-hmm. him off uh, as a great quarterback. So, just to piggyback off that, you said any team can do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, I know you guys always say, even going a little off topic, you guys always say, you know, because Tampa won Super Bowl last year because only because of Tom Brady, he's a GOAT. I want to piggyback off that and say, Tampa, you wouldn't know, know it because we had a, a really bad uh, record the past couple of years. We had a really great team all around from the wide receiving core to defense for the past four years. But with Jameis at the helm, it just couldn't be done. So that's why I think the situation that you put in really matters. I think any quarterback last year could win Super Bowl with the Bucks. For being honest, I think if you put Aaron Rodgers in the same position, we win a Super Bowl. So that's why I'm no. not impressed. I I would no. disagree. I think I think the big no. thing about Brady, don't don't get me wrong. I think you guys had some some solid weapons there at the Bucks before Brady. Um, obviously, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were were phenomenal. But I also think bringing in Tom Brady's leadership and expertise. Um, mm-hmm. One, and then he also brought over Gronk and Antonio Brown to really fill out that receiving core. And yeah. then Lenny comes over for the run game. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think it was just a perfect storm of of everything hitting at the right time. I don't think if you had brought in another quarterback, yeah, like Aaron Rodgers or uh, Drew Brees on his last leg, I don't think you guys would have been able to do that. Um, yeah, I definitely no, think you Drew. still would have been a playoff uh, playoff team and, and in contention. But I don't think you win it in the fashion that you won it last year. Gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. And then um, Alex, Alex, you want to add on to the uh, J- Jameis uh, 
overreaction, underreaction? Do you have any thoughts? Nope, not really. I agree. It's uh, week one. He played a shit team and, uh, you know, <laughs> did what he was supposed to do. Shit team, okay. hot take. Okay. And the uh, last overreaction, underreaction, <laughs> the last uh, top point overreaction, underreaction segment, I'll start off with you, Greg. How do we feel about Stafford's start in the first week one, and can he sustain this and lead the Rams to a Super Bowl like you and Avery think he can? Uh, it's it, the issue with your statement there is that you said think. I know he can. Okay. Um, okay. He's he's got to he's got to prove something to you guys for some reason. Um, and I've known what he is for a long time. Um, I saw his greatness at Georgia in the you know early you know oh six to oh eight time frame. Um, he's he's been a stud. He's been a stud for the entire entirety of his career. Uh, the issue is that he went to the worst possible organization in Detroit. They run players into the ground. They've had two mm-hmm. Hall of Famers retire early. They were just so tired of football in Detroit. Um, I think now that he's set up in a great system with one of the best young coaches in the game, oh, yeah. great receiving core, arguably the best defense in the league. I mean, it, yeah, he's he's going to win a ring, if not a couple. Wow. Okay, Jordan, what do you think about that game? Is a historic. Um. So, uh, who did who did they play again? The Bears. Bears. The Bears have a good defense. Continue. <laughs> All right. I, I know you're a little biased now, but let's 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 calm down. Okay, I understand. All right. So I I get it 100. percent Like you know, Matthew Stafford is an amazing talent. Nobody will ever accuse him of not being like a top five. Quarterback based off just his talent. Let's go, baby. Keep going. Are you kidding me? No, listen, listen, listen. Off his talent. I ain't saying overall now. What talent? What? (laughs) He can make any throws literally like Aaron Rodgers. He literally has the same type of arm ability like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, how many MVPs does he have? That does not matter. How many? I'm talking about that. I'm not saying he's a winner. He hasn't won nothing. Wait, how many top five? He's not a winner. I said talent. Top five talent. Top five talent. Okay. Continue. I continue. I'm sorry. Continue. Gosh. Anyways, so <laughs> as far as with that and the Chicago Bears, let's let's be honest. I know the Chicago Bears, you know, have a good defense and all that, but they went all the way to the other side of the country, right? They they oh played the Rams, right? Yeah. They have to do. That. Everybody does that every week. That's, I know, but that's listen, incredible. it's the first. It's the first week, man. You know, some people just kind of want to like be back at home. You know, <laughs> that's no, that's 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 no, that's no, nonsense. No, that is that's insane, Jordan. They used to the nonsense. They used to it. No, 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 that's not. I'll give you this: playing Andy Dalton, playing Andy Dalton helped the Rams big time because not only do you have a great defense, you have one of the worst quarterbacks to start in the league this year. Like, like if they had played Justin Fields, it's a different game. Listen, come on now, y'all. Hear me out. They don't want to travel. They want to stay home. The Packers, listen, listen, demolish the Bears. The Packers went. They didn't want to come. The Packers went to what? Jacksonville to play the Saints. Is that where they went? Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, who the Saints played today? Uh, last weekend? They played the Packers. Yeah, the Packers. Yeah, they played in Florida because their dome's close to the right. hurricane. The yeah. Packers are used to the cold, my G, so that might play the Packers, too. We, oh, we, we need to keep oh, that in mind now. See. Nonsense. Oh, it doesn't get cold in Green Bay to, like, 
January, they're not like, some December. endangered species that need like a certain <laughs> right. Hey man, I'm just saying. <laughs> the Dolphins like played in football. New England, okay? But, yeah, but Miami. But, oh yes, God, sir. it's cold up there. Oh no, and they won. What happened? They won. <laughs> no. uh, indoor stadium. Oh. The Broncos Uh-oh. beat the Giants in New York. They traveled across the country. Yeah, <laughs> but like that. that was like that was like the Giants. They're irrelevant. <laughs> oh my God. Let's be honest about that. But to answer your question, Matthew Stafford's a great talent, but he's not a winner, so I don't think he's going to win anything with the Rams. I wish him the best. You know, you I go. do. He's not a bad person at all, but I just don't think that he's that guy. Tomo would disagree with the bad person. They play the Colts this week. Does Wait, what did you say, Greg? I said Tomo would disagree with him being a bad person. He doesn't uh, wait for people. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my bro. <laughs> hey, listen, we're not going to talk about his character off the field, okay? We're talking about his talent on the field. Player, that off the, the field. Timon's mad because he didn't wave at him. <laughs> so all our listeners out wow. there, all five of you guys, when I was in New Orleans one time, when they they're playing the Saints on Monday Night Football, I saw the Lions, Detroit Lions football team get off the bus. I saw Calvin Johnson, and I saw Matthew Stafford. I yelled Calvin's name. He smiled and smirked and looked and nodded at me. I yelled, Matthew, 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 and he ignored me and walked right past me. That fucking confident, overconfident prick. Matter of fact, we all thought together. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> He probably so, had millions of people screaming his name. He's like, it was just me. About you. It was just me. I was his biggest fan that day, and he lost his biggest fan. I was his biggest <laughs> fan that day. <laughs> he finally got a great um, team around him. Okay. So how does how does everybody think he's gonna do next week against the Colts? He's gonna win. He's gonna yeah. go off. He's a winner. Wait, he plays the Colts next week. Talk about ass teams. That one is an ass team. Yeah, hey, okay, we gonna uh, switch the topic to like basketball or Jordan, listen, Jordan, listen. this ain't your show. Don't don't be switching topics. <laughs> I feel like this is an attack on me now, and I don't know why. <laughs> All right, but we'll, we'll uh, we can segue into um some uh, college football. So um I'll start off. We, we'll, call, we'll just call this upset or not. Um, so we'll start off with my favorite team. The number eleven Florida Gators are playing number one ranked Alabama. How do you feel about Florida's chances Saturday? Uh, no chance if Emory Jones is the starter. I have been saying for a long time, Emory Jones is not a good quarterback. And they can see it in the fact that he's thrown, what, five interceptions against two unranked teams already? He is not a good quarterback. Thankfully, you guys have Anthony Anderson to come in and mop up. Um, if Anthony Anderson starts and plays the whole game while Emory Jones plays his Wildcat game, Florida's got a chance. But if Emory Jones is the starting quarterback, you're done for. That dude will not be able to go against an Alabama defense. He can't even go against a whatever garbage teams you've played so far. Hey, uh, thank you for that, Greg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just asked for an upset. He's like, <laughs> listen, you have no chance. It's Alabama. Yeah, it's not even going to be close, dude. Where's your quest? Why, Roll time. Why are we even bringing up this game, bro? It's not even relevant. Wait, let's talk about some it games. Is, that, it is one like, of the biggest games of the week. Um, well, I, I, I would disagree Relative. with you guys. I do, I do think it could be close. Like I said, if they play the right quarterback, Florida's defense is, is a solid SEC defense. It's one of the few that we've seen this year actually uh, pan that, out. There's not many teams this year good defense. Looks scary. You're right. You're right. But again, Alabama has played nobody yet. Um, Miami is the most overrated 
trash ACC team. I agree. They I don't agree. deserve to yeah. be ranked, and yet they still are. I, I would agree. not be shocked if they lost to Michigan State. By a thread. Agreed. Agreed. That's a hot, that's a hot yeah. take right there. The know, nobody in this podcast believes in Miami. They're overrated every year. I believe them that, yeah. I believe them that one year they had a turnover yeah. chain, and they failed me miserably. Hey, remember that shit? I was always walking around yelling turnover chain, and they kept losing every fucking <laughs> big game. I remember. Every big game and every mediocre game. Like. Right. Every year it's, oh, it's Miami's turn. To be, the U, the U, the U returns. Every no. year it's a disappointment. No. Every year. Well, they play Alabama. Someone else turns up the U when they play them. I've got Alabama another one. I got another one for you guys. Up. Who do you uh who do you have in Penn State Auburn? That's a number ten Penn State versus twenty two Auburn. Ooh. Um Auburn. So I'm not big I'm not I'm not as knowledgeable in college football as you are, Greg, but I want to go with SCC Donaldson, so I'm gonna go with the Auburn Auburn upset. Yeah, Yeah, Bo Nix has been slinging it, but he's played some trash teams. I don't know if it's legit. So yeah, I don't know. It's tough to tell here. Bo Bo Nix is a he's an overrated quarterback. Wait, wait, Bo Nix is still starting. Never mind. That Bo Nix is is going to kill them. Yeah, never mind. Bo Nix is trash. I I try to believe in him, but uh, Clayton. He'll buy. That's all I'm playing a full game with right now. This this kid's not it. The thing about Penn State though that worries me is this is the same team that struggled to score against an average Wisconsin team in Week One. Huh? Um, Penn State. I mean that game ended or uh, at halftime. I believe was zero zero. Um, I don't know if Penn State has an offensive identity yet, and I feel like even as bad as Bo Nix may be. Um, Auburn's defense will just shut down Penn State. I, uh, you know, obviously my SEC bias is showing here a little bit, but I, yeah, I think I've got Auburn upsetting as well. Let us show. Why do you say Wisconsin's average? I need to hear that. Yeah, I just think that, you know, Graham Mertz is not a good quarterback. Um, Clearly, you know, they, it it was unfortunate because they had Jake Cohn from Notre Dame, but uh, after an injury, it was very similar to a Georgia, you know, Jake from Justin Fields situation. Obviously, Jake Cohn is no Justin Fields, but mm. um, when you look at the two quarterbacks, you know, objectively, Jake Cohn has had a better start at Notre Dame than uh, he, uh, Graham Mertz has had at uh, right. Wisconsin. Now, obviously, that, those are two different teams with a lot of different weapons, but. Uh, well, they play in two weeks, so I'm interested to see that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I've got Notre Dame in that one. I just don't think that Wisconsin has it. Um, now I have a I have a question for the room everybody. So um, I just kind of it's kind of my my thought process. I want to see if you guys agree. So uh, just kind of call back to North Carolina, Virginia Tech game. You know, obviously North Carolina got upset. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think players playing last year kind of got used to you know empty arenas and kind of got used to playing a certain way, and coming coming back this year with you know eighty thousand people screaming in their face? Could that kind of affect their play a little bit and have them kind of shaking yeah. in week one? And then in the week two, they might play back to the regular selves. Do you think that might have been a factor? Full stadiums again or no? I definitely – I don't think it was a factor in terms of shaking players up, like, you know, receivers dropping balls or anything like that. Um, I do think it made it harder for quarterbacks to get plays off. I did notice uh, – I don't know how many of you guys watched a lot of the college football um, in these past two weeks, but there have been a lot of early timeouts um, in the first quarter uh, for a lot of teams. I'm thinking that a full stadium, a lot of these quarterbacks are not able to get the calls off. They're not used to it. You know, some of these younger guys, especially, you know, they come in as a freshman, don't have to play with a crowd at all. 
Um, and then all of a sudden, year two, you know, high school stadiums are nothing compared to these college stadiums. You know, right, right. You, you you come into a uh, you come into a death valley and just hear nothing but the screams of passionate fans. Um, you know, it's 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 hard to hear over that. So I think that shakes them up. But uh, I certainly don't think the the bright lights get to too many players. I think a lot of these guys are uh, they're ready for this kind of moment. You know, because they're all looking for the limelight. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then again, I'm not the biggest college football. Uh, I'm not the biggest knowledgeable college football fan. But for you guys, want to ask, um, who's y'all's early Heisman picks and predictions? Bryce, Bryce Young. Young, simple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how how can you not? Alabama is doing Alabama things. The only reason that Mac Jones didn't win it is because Devonta Smith put up numbers. Um, Bryce Young, yeah, and and number two could be Mechie if uh, if they throw it to him enough. Yeah, I don't know if they throw it to him enough. But, yeah, definitely Bryce Young is – he was my preseason one. and I still think he will win the Heisman unless something bad happens. So, we'll see. Uh, speaking of Heisman, Candace, uh, Alex, you feel uh, DJ at Clemson can put his name in the uh, Heisman hat, Kennedy, or Heisman Kennedy hat, or do you think he's done for after that loss to Georgia earlier in the season? Uh, I think for once – uh, Clemson's offensive line problems are going to shine a lot more this year than they have in the past because of the lack of mobility of our starting Thanks. quarterback. So we've we've always had an offensive line problems, but we've always been able to run out of them with our quarterbacks. So we'll see what happens. But basically, he he has an uphill battle starting. I mean, it started from you know week one really, but. I mean, it's clear now to everybody he has a very much uphill battle, more so than Trevor Lawrence ever did or Deshaun Watson. I mean, both of those guys came out the gate swinging more so than DJ can just because, of you know, all he can do is pass. So it'll yep. be interesting. I mean, he can use his legs if he wants. But I've got an interesting He's not as fast, though, as, as yeah. both Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson. So Yeah, and if you go back, if you go back and look, from the uh, the Georgia Clemson game, I looked at a lot of the uh, a lot of the film on that. Um, when you look at DJ, what is it, Uga Uga Lele? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uga yeah, yeah. Lamugla. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, DJ. If you look at some of those sacks, he should have only had four or five. But it was another. It was similar to Lamar, where he was just not stepping into his protection there were times where he would they would create a pocket and Mm -hmm. instead he would worry and roll out to where our defensive end could contain him and get a sack on the edge um there were times where he should have been able to take a step or two forward plan his feet and throw the ball and uh i think nerves i think nerves are what got to him um i think he partially it's offensive line but i also think that he is just not ready to be a starting quarterback I would not be shocked if by the end of the year you saw uh, Taysun uh, Fomacho come over and start for Clemson. Mm. Uh, I like it. We'll see. That'd be interesting. I doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> and then on the last topic on college football, I'm going to start with you, Jordan. You know, last year I, or a couple years ago, I was there when South Carolina football upset Georgia football in their own <laughs> fucking stadium. Jordan, how do you like USC's chances against Georgia this weekend? Oh God! Um, <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie to you. I was watching the game last weekend. Um, 
with my my dad and uh, a great comeback against East Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, <clears throat> that was very very miserable to watch. And honestly, a win, a comeback win, is miserable to watch against East Carolina. I will say East Carolina is underrated. Continue. Oh my gosh. Anyways, anyways, so <laughs> the Gamecocks, I love them. They're my alma mater. I, I love them to the death of me, but they have no chance against Georgia. I pray, I really pray that the quarterback does not get hurt going up against that defense because they will rush him heavily and they will try to hurt the kid. So he's not a kid, he's a grown man. I was gonna say that, yeah, I was gonna say you said the kid, he's a man, grown he's, man. He's, he's a like, grown <laughs> man who was a coach hey, he's older than us. Throw. You know what this reminds me of? Y'all remember when y'all talked about a coach at USC who was gonna like help us with our football team? That's him. He, he you know, he probably knows all the plays, but he can't throw. So, no, we're not going to win against Georgia, and I'm not watching it. Wait, (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) I'm not watching it. (laughs) So, if I I may, um, my take on it, I think the biggest concern, obviously, you know, can can South Carolina get past Georgia's defense? Uh, I think the biggest thing is going to be Shane Beamer hiding who he's playing. Um, You've got Zeb Nolan. Um, who's already done some good things in two games. The comeback win's pretty awesome. And then he had some good touchdowns against a smaller team, obviously. You know, good reps for him. Um, but he's not as mobile. He's not like Luke Doty. And I think some of the biggest troubles for a lot of great defenses, a lot of times, is mobile quarterbacks, you know, if you don't prepare for them right. So I think him playing that close to the chest is going to be huge for South Carolina. Um, if Luke Doty can come out, and he ends up winning the job, and George is not prepared for that. He could definitely put up some numbers. Another big worry for me is that JT Daniels did not play last week due to an injury. Stetson Bennett had to step in, did a great job throwing five touchdowns, almost 300 yards, uh, but he is now injured as well. Um, our third string is Carson Beck, and he looked like hot garbage. Um, <laughs> and we don't know what Brock Vandegrift looks like. He's a young five-star, but when you have to get to your fourth-string quarterback, um, it's a little concerning. So um, I'm hoping that Georgia's quarterback situations gets Georgia's quarterback situation gets fixed uh, here before Saturday. But uh, yeah, I mean, it. If I'm being realistic, I would I would take Georgia by a long shot. Yeah, me too. Wow, shocking! Great to choose Georgia for in a win against South Carolina. <laughs> number number two number two team in the nation with arguably mm-hmm. the best defense. We have not given up a touchdown yet on offense. So. Yeah, we're not scoring a touchdown. <laughs> Jordan, oh, hot take. Fucking face. We're scoring a touchdown. We're scoring yeah, a touchdown. Yeah, I, I would disagree with that. I think you guys will get a touchdown. My, If I had to predict, I would say it would be like, I don't know, 49 to 14. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, um, yeah. I love how he says says you guys like you didn't go to USC. I know. It's not my team. Maybe my team, but it's not my team. And and just to end this segment, I lied. This is the last question I'll ask for you in the college football segment. Um, I'll just go down. I'll ask everybody. um, Start with you, Alex. Just throw out four or five teams. Just throw out your four teams you think will make the college football playoffs. I want to get it out Um, early now. Predictions. Clubs and bathing, number one. Okay. Um, honestly, probably Bama, sadly. Okay. I'll say Georgia, too. Georgia looks pretty good this year. Okay. Um, I need a fourth spot. 
Honestly, dude. Oklahoma. It's so early. No. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. Maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe Oklahoma. But we'll see. It's so early. I can see them dropping a little bit, but not really. We'll see. For me, this is going to be a shocker for y'all, but I don't even care. So, you know, the three teams, obviously, is going to be Georgia, um, Alabama. Clemson will figure it out. They're, they're Clemson. They have no competition in the ACC. Um, and then after that, I say the Oregon Ducks. Whoa. Yep. I like that. I yeah, like I mean, that they're Jordan. dominant right now. I yeah. like that. Okay. Pac-12, Thanks. baby. All righty. All right, Avery. I got uh, Bama, number one, obviously. Oregon, number two. Ooh. Wow. Um, just because Georgia's going to have to lose to Bama and make it in the fourth spot. That's fair. And then third spot is going to go to a Big Ten team by the name of Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> okay. Like okay. Harbaugh, baby. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, what the hell? Greg? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, obviously, uh, I agree with that same sentiment. Um, Alabama at one. I do agree. Um, I think the only way that Kirby Smart takes down Saban is in a revenge match. Um, and I think, yeah, I think we – you got two 12-0 teams see see each other in the SEC. Um, so, I think Georgia at four. Uh, I would probably say, yeah, I, I like Oregon too. I just – I don't think they've got a tough schedule. I think they're – they're rolling this year. I think you're going to see them put up numbers. Uh, and then lastly, um, I honestly, I still think that Ohio State's going to find a way and climb back. I don't think they lose another game. I think they're going to they're going to beat everybody in front of them and win the Big Ten and prove that even a one loss team doesn't matter because their only loss will be to an uh, to an Oregon team that's undefeated. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then, um, and then Timon? Honestly, I'll go one Alabama. No way. Okay. <laughs> I'll go Georgia. Mm. And then I'll probably go with three. I'll go Oklahoma. Bart, and okay. for, the, for the fourth spot, guys, I just have a feeling I'm going to say Iowa. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. They look good. Because they're number five right now. And don't, I mean, look at their schedule. I mean, they got Kent State next week. I mean. They play Penn State, and they got oh. – I mean, and they beat Wisconsin next week or the week after that. Those are two quality wins. I, I see the playoff committee giving them a chance. I mean, it's something different, you know. So, that's, that's my four. I'm going to see if it pans out. They almost made it uh, like four years ago or something, so. Yeah. Yeah, they finished like 12-2 and two or something like that. Yeah. Yep. I just can't see Clemson getting – I feel like Clemson has another loss in their, their schedule this year. I just have a feeling. Yeah. DJ's like I... not that guy. Yeah. I, yeah, I just like I said with their quarterback issues um, and believing yep. that uh, Famacho will end up coming in, I think that's <laughs> that's going to be the big thing. I think Clemson's going to lose another one to put it put them out of it, and then uh, that's when you'll see the quarterback switch up. Yeah, it looks like it might, might be this weekend. Huh? Same one time. I said, I said it might even be this weekend. Who do y'all play? Georgia Tech. Oh gosh! Oh no, it should not. If it is, then it shouldn't be. But but we always have trouble with them for whatever reason. So the offense they run. We'll see what happens. Well, they don't. They don't run the. Uh, they don't run the triple option anymore. 
Right, right. Yeah, so we'll see. But I like all the predictions. We'll have to look back. I like it. I like it. And then I would end, I would end on basketball today, but we'll end it at, at, at that because Avery just think John Wall going to no team is podcast-worthy, apparently. Hell no. It's not. He should We'll save that. We'll save that for a 2K chat. <laughs> the, the, our five listeners don't need to hear that. <laughs> but, this is a good one, guys. Um, but thank you guys for joining. Last on Death Chart, your host, Simone Jones, co-host Avery Better. Thank you to uh, Greg Head, Jordan Covington, and Alex Better for joining us. Some great conversations, some great takes. And as always, have a great day. Signing off. <laughs> See Thanks you next time. All right.